Welcome to the Rise Inside podcast, hosted by Justin Starbird and powered by Rise Robotics. Listen as host Justin talks to experts from the Rise team about topics relating to mechanical engineering, industrial design, commercialization, and innovation. True collaborations work when ideas are integrated at inception to solve significant problems. Rise Inside brings together how the team continues to work with great folks to commercialize ideas. You're listening to the Rise Inside podcast. Here's your host, Justin Starbird. Welcome back to Rise Inside. Today, my guest is Bill Warner, uh, entrepreneur, inventor, and angel investor. Bill is an Emmy winner. His company, Avid, won the Oscar for editing technology, and he's been inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame because of his work on Avid. Bill, you've invested in 60 startups, and you're really a pillar uh, for growing companies as they're getting their start. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me today. Well, thanks, Justin. I'm excited to be here, especially about Rise, one of the companies that was one of the first ones that I invested in. Yeah, uh, Rise Inside is the name of the show because of uh, you know the technology and where it goes. Um, but really, without folks like you backing it from the from the beginning, um, we wouldn't be where we are today. So you know, thank you for that. Tell me a little bit about you know Rise and uh, what that's meant to you. Well, I knew Aaron Acosta, who's the CEO of Rise. I knew him before Rise, uh, he was a, a student at MIT, and I was involved in the Gordon Engineering Leadership Program, and Aaron was in that program. So he came to know me more than I knew him uh, because of my involvement in the program. And uh, and then he, he knew uh, Blake Sessions quite well and knew that Blake was looking at jobs and really could sense that what really should be done is Blake needed to invent what was on his mind to invent. Right. So Aaron came to me and he said, I got this friend, Blake. He's incredible. He's doing this amazing stuff. You've got to meet with him. So I met with the two of them. And the, and yeah, <laughs> Blake was unbelievable. <laughs> amazing what he wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, it was clear to me on that first meeting that, um, uh, you know, I should invest. I think I told him that. You right. know, I just said, OK, I'm going to do it. Like, and we, we barely told you what we want to do. I was like, yeah, I, I know. Right. Well, at that point, you're investing in people, right? You're not even investing in, in, in a company. You're investing in the folks behind it. We're investing in the people. Um, but um, Blake had such an incredibly um, wild idea. He called it the super suit. And he basically wanted to make what like was the Iron Man um, mm -hmm. suit. And, um, and he actually had an idea of how to do it. And he, he was looking at it like, you know, from the ground up, how would you actually make this thing? Mm -hmm. And he said, OK, the first thing I want to do is I've got to lift the person. The company's name was originally Liftwave. Right. And he, he was to figure out how do you lift a person in this kind of super suit? And he invented something called mechanical flotation. And the idea was, was to put something on your body and uh, create flotation of your body that would attach to the rest of the system. And so very short order after I invested, I actually was trying this. Right. What was yeah, that like? It, it, what was that like? Well, it was like, uh, it was like this sort of rubber and metal thing that came and squeezed you around your, your midsection, but not badly. And you could still breathe because it, it, it was designed to allow you to breathe and to move. Mm -hmm. And it would lift you up. 
it would hold you up. And the idea was when you're in a swimming pool, you, there's nothing that you can tell is holding you up. You are being held up. This was mechanical flotation. And, and this is a, a sort of testimony to Blake um, that between that and when they got to the rise cylinder that they're at now, he invented 10 breakthrough things like this. Mm-hmm. Each one was, I mean, first of all, I think you could make a company on mechanical flotation. They moved off of it uh, to, to the next thing. Um, but I still think actually that could have uh, a tremendous impact uh, in the world for, for medical uses and all kinds of things. But they ended up, the big thing for making this um, super suit was to have the power to move like that Iron Man could move. And that's where right. the, the uh, cylinder came from. Yeah. It was superpower. And it's funny because now that superpower is going into, you know, lifting, you know, thousands of pounds of Coca-Cola and so forth. <laughs> did you see that? You know, did you see that as an application when they got started? I, I feel like in talking to them, you know, and learning more about how they got started, you know, initially it was much more about recreational use and, and, and realizing that they were going to have to maybe identify and create a solution and then go ahead and create a market. But when you're looking at this, did, did your entrepreneurial inventor spirit um, start to see other applications? Well, um, you have to understand, um, Blake was turning out new concepts at a rate that was um, mind boggling. And the thing is, is that the goal was to make the super suit and the, the issue was to figure out the different pieces of that suit. So what was happening was um, there was, you know, how you handle the, the weight bearing, how you handle the, the springs at the leg, which would be eventually motor, uh, how you, so all these pieces were coming together. And frankly, I don't think any of us really knew exactly what the, um, the, the sort of go-to-market product would be. Uh, and I'm a big believer of, you know, I'm different than a lot of the uh, investors. They want to say, what is your go-to-market plan from day one? Tell me what you're going to make, who you're going to make it for, who's the market, all that stuff. And my feeling is, no, let's start just getting what's in you uh, out. And what happened was they got to the point they called the muscle. How are we going to do the muscle of this super suit? And that was the cyclone. Mm-hmm. That was something now that put energy in the, 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 um, uh, this, the flotation was passive, but, but the cyclone was active. And so what happened is when it got into the cyclone, then basically it stayed in the cyclone for years. Right. But it took what these people are, what people are buying now, like for the truck, is something that's had years and years of R&D yep. and was a torturous course of events <laughs> that got it to the product that it is today. Well, that must go back to your strategy of investing in, in people, not necessarily in the, you know, what products that, that'll be made, right? I mean, you're investing in the people to make products or make inventions, but you know, your philosophy is different in that respect, right? Well, my philosophy is actually... Um, uh, I, I have a focus on energy. Um, so a lot of investors, I think, focus around money. And my view is, is that you want to follow the energy. And what you want to do is you want to invest in people. But it's more than that. You've got to invest in people in such a way that their energy goes up. 
right? And they got to do things so that your energy goes up. And here's the thing. Sometimes you have no idea how you're actually going to make money, but you can very easily see whether their energy is going up and you can keep saying, keep going, keep doing that. Your energy is going up. Yeah. And, you know, so that was the focus that I had. So, you know, um, Liftwave um, Rise had a lot of things that they didn't end up bringing to market. And, and Blake has probably ca personally canceled more products than probably just any, any inventor that you might know. But he did that because they didn't do what he wanted to do. That essentially, they didn't actually bring the energy up. The mm -hmm. energy went up in, in, in designing them. They're pretty amazing. But then he looked at it and was like, not good at all. <laughs> and um, what happened was Cyclone ba basically sort of, it was clear that there was a win there. Yep. But how to get to that win, boy, that was not easy. So what do they do today, Rise, that is, uh, that, you know, has kept you involved and why do you think it's so important? Well, I think Rise is important because it's a fundamental breakthrough. Um, and this is what Blake does and this is what the company does, is figure out how to make fundamental breakthroughs. And that is not common. Most of the time when you invest in a company they're making an incremental breakthrough. Mm -hmm. um, now, so if you look at the rise cylinder, um, it is replacing a um, hydraulic cylinder, which has been around forever, right? And hydraulic cylinders have some nice characteristics. They're very strong, they're pretty simple, but man, they, you know, they waste a lot of energy. They weigh a ton, they're expensive, they leak. Um, you know, they only go one way and that energy goes in. They don't retreat, you know, you can't get energy out like to charge a battery. Right. Um, and no one, no one has been able to accomplish the technical uh, accomplishment that, that RISE has. No one's made a belt-driven belt uh, linear actuator that really can last and can do the job. So, um, you know, they've, they've sort of, you know, Archimedes said, you know, uh, give me in, a big enough lever and a, and, a, and a fulcrum to put it on and I can move the world. Yeah. These guys are doing, you know, it's a lever. Right. It's, it's, it, it can move the world. It really can. Has it been difficult at all? To, I mean, it, it, I say this in the, in the best way possible because, you know, in a lot of ways, they're still very much a startup. Um, has it been difficult to, to see this through with them and, and be in their corner as they, you know, as, as Blake throws away seemingly great ideas in pursuit of, uh, you know, what really the solution is that he's after? Well, I think uh, it depends. Um, you know, I think that um, Rice has had very uh, patient investors. Um, I don't know if you're talking with Walt or John. Yeah, well, um, sure. Yeah. You know, you are okay. So, like, you know, Walt is a much more traditional investor than than I am, and John and he work together very closely. But man, are they patient? Yeah, you know, incredibly patient. And I think they realize, and I think I realize that you got to give this time. Yeah. You really just have to give it time. And you know, it's it's been a long time, but. You know, a lot of overnight successes take 10 years to become an overnight success. 
Oh, absolutely. And when you started with, with that thought in mind, you know, um, how does their solution or, you know, our technology here arise, you know, how does, um, uh, how do you relate to those technologies and solutions? I would say two things. One is Rise is um, going to be announcing its technology in a real solution, um, showing um, a, a truly different set of characteristics of what you can do with this this breakthrough. That you know, people don't think too much about the truck that comes and delivers stuff to them, right. and they probably don't think about what happens when the lift goes down versus the lift goes up, but when the lift goes down and it uses power and lift goes up and it uses power, you run out of battery before the end of the day. With, with Rise, you can recharge the battery as the lift goes down. Nothing else in the world can do that. You just right. can't do it. Um, uh, Rise has no oil in it. So you can be around food, um, which you know is a real issue for hydraulics to be around, around food. Yeah, absolutely. And do you have other, did you see other uh, applications or, you know, I know we're getting ready to release, you know, this uh, uh, project, but how excited do you get when you think about applications to other, you know, machineries and other solutions? Well, a couple of things. Um, one is what I got excited about is the potential of the team, right? So if you look at Rise, RISE has gotten investment from the MIT engine, which is great early stage uh, investment arm uh, in, in, related to MIT. Um, and, um, uh, but when I, last time I met with Blake, we sat down and we're looking at the, the CAD model for the, uh, the RISE cylinder. And I was asked, I'm an electrical engineer. So I was, I was asking him, okay, you know, where are the power transistors? You know, he's moving around the model and showing me all that stuff. And uh, you know, we're like zooming in on the board. I'm saying, what does that chip do? You know, and uh, and he answered all the questions. It turns out because he did the electrical engineering, yeah. And and he understands. He's a mechanical engineer, <laughs> um, and he understands how all of that plays together. And my view is that the big value that you create in the world tends to be when you do vertical integration, mm -hmm. when you do all the things you need to do. Uh, to make your product work, as opposed to outsourcing. And if you look at Tesla, you look at, you look at SpaceX, and you look at Apple, these are companies that are doing the vertical integration, and their knowledge increases over time so that they can make better and better products that other people can't touch. So my view is, is that Rise has a really great first product on a really great broad technology. I mean, it's a linear actuator. Right. It's like a motor, except it goes in a line. Yeah. Right? There's a ton of things that need that, you know, big, heavy uh, equipment in the field, you know, Caterpillar type uh, devices, sure. uh, elevators needed, um, uh, forklifts needed. I mean, they're everywhere. You just, you need this stuff. So, they, so that's a great first product. But what excites me even more is the potential of the company and the team at this point to, to go forward and invent new things, because that's what Rise is, is about. I don't think it's just going to be about they did this cylinder and look at how many times they repeated the cylinder. Yep. I think there's going to be the, the cylinder and, and other things. So, um, and, and the, the potential of the team is now incredibly high. Always was high, but right. now it's at a practical level delivering products with electronics and mechanics and this and that 
and working with real customers and figuring it all out, that's really something great. So you say that, you know, you invest in energy and in, in seeing how, you know, that investment will, you know, compound their, their energy to be able to do more things. It seems like it might do it for you too. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I get energy from, from, from dealing with people that absolutely. And that's why I was saying that it's not frustrating or it's in, in my view, some things take longer than other things. And, um, and I think really that Walt and John didn't get frustrated with the time. Well, you know, continue to invest. And, uh, and I think that MIT Engine is a very patient investor as well. So I think the company is really well, um, well suited to, you know, for, for having gotten where they've gotten, which is pretty amazing. And then, but also where it can go. So thinking of where it could go, you know, what, what is your vision for Rise in the coming years? I mean, you know, we talk about some of the additional applications, but do you have, you know, you know, what are, what are some of the things or what are some of the things that, that you're looking for, you know, as they continue to grow? Um, so I, I guess the thing that I would say, I wouldn't say that I'm looking for, but I would say I'm looking forward to is what, how far they can go with what they know and what they're learning and what resources they can bring. You know, so as, for example, investment is easier and they can get more money as investment as they get better at, at, at delivering products and knowing how to do that profitably and so forth. You know, you end up, it's like your skill level goes up and your ability to deliver goes up. And frankly, your ability to raise your own energy, your customer's energy, your employees' energy, that all of that goes up in a, in a spiral, an upward spiral. And so that, I look forward to that upward spiral of product, of people, of energy. Um, that, that's what has been happening, but I, I see that accelerating. Well, and, and of course, you're, you've been um, not just an advocate for them, uh, but an advisor as well. As they've continued to grow and you know, add talent, gain experience, how has you know, your leadership and, and um, advice changed over the years? So I would say that it, it hasn't. I mean, I, my advice has been the same at the beginning. I think you could talk to them. I think they would say this, that I don't think I'm saying anything new now that, um, you know, my feeling is, you know, I, I give um, uh, seminars on how to build your startup from the heart. And people think that's going to be like some cushy thing, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta get all into your emotions about, you know, what you want to do. And in reality, the way I look at it is that you need to really understand what your DNA gives you. It, understand the gifts that you have and how you can give those gifts essentially to your people. You can help your people. And it's, it's an energy uh, equation, really. It's, it's, if you tap into the energy that is inside you and you use that to make things, products, inventions, techniques that are for your people, the people you really care about and you want to help, the energy will flow from you to them. And money will flow with that. that. That is like a secondary thing. But if you have this energy flow of products going to your people, and so my view is, it's just, you got to always do that. 
right? And and if you do always do that, you'll just keep going up. Yeah. And and they have. I mean, they've had things that happened or that didn't work the way they hoped. I mean, they tried making an air compressor um, with, using the linear actuator compress air. Well, it turned out not to be a great idea because air compressors are incredibly uh, price sensitive, and you know they're not a high end product. Right. And they spent a lot of time on that. It didn't work, but they learned a ton. And that's the key. They've just been learning the whole time. Yeah. Do you ever use what you've experienced with them over the last, you know, seven, eight, ten years uh, as, you know, not case studies, but examples of, you know, uh, perseverance for some of the other, you know, uh, projects that you've invested in? Um, well, I think what they're doing is a good uh, long term example. They're unusual in how hard the problems are that they went after. I mean, the problem at the beginning, the super suit thing, I mean, that was, it was insane. It was crazy. I mean, forget it. Who in the world is actually going to be able to do it? And, the, and 10 years in, they haven't, they haven't done it. I looked at that and I go, fine, right? But you're, you're damn well along that one side of it, which is the muscle. You're making a really, really good muscle that's going to keep getting better and better. And um, Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Well, he's not going to Mars yet, but he's doing amazing things to be able to get to Mars. And I think that these things like the supersuit motivate, uh, motivate you and get, get you to, to, to think about it. So to me, they're examples of, it's sort of almost an extreme example of how hard and how long uh, you need to stay with what really builds your energy. And I think they've done that. Do you have anything that you would share with, you know, members of the audience or listeners today that, you know, they could use um, for their own business or their own, you know, projects that they're just getting started with? Well, sure. I mean, this is sort of what I do. So um, the, the simplest thing I would say is that, well, first of all, everybody tries to figure everything out in advance and come up with a plan and go down that plan and have it happen. And I say, please do not do that. That doesn't work. You have no ability really to predict the future. And if you are predicting the future, then you probably, that probably means you already set it up. So, you know, you, you haven't really done anything. Right. Um, You're in the wrong business. Anyway. It, yeah, yeah. Instead, I think instead of trying to predict the future, I think what I would say is that you should kind of tune into yourself because you are this sort of entity that takes your own DNA, your own ability, and turns it into action, turns it into something that, 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 that matters. Right. And you're good at sensing it. You're good at sensing your own energy. So if you just say, and I've, I've done this with the people that I've advised, that one guy came to me and he said, oh, I probably should do a business plan. And I said, do you want to do a business plan? He said, no, but I think I'm supposed to do that. And I said, no, don't do that. Do whatever is going to increase your energy. He's like, oh, well, coding, that would increase my energy. I, I, I'll just code the thing. And I said, so fine, just code it and come back to me. Six weeks later, the guy comes back to me and he says, this thing is good. You know, this is the guy, one of the main guys at Abbott doing his second company, right? So he, he did this company, which became, um, um, which, he turned into something called QuickBase. 
And that company was recently sold for a billion dollars. All right, so that very beginning, which was, do I do a business plan because I'm supposed to, or do I code because that's what's gonna really get me going? And so my thing is energy. What is gonna make your energy go up? And if you're about to do something that you know is gonna make your energy go down, don't do it. Yep. If you see something that will make your energy go up and you can't explain it and it doesn't make sense and your wife thinks it's not necessarily the right thing and people are saying it's the wrong thing, too bad. Do right. it. If it's going to bring your energy up. Do it. That's awesome. And clearly, you know, the team at Rise, they work on so many different things that certainly bring their energy up The you know, walking into the lab there, you know, it's uh, you get energy. I, I mean, I do, i you know, walk in and, and yeah. everybody's um, really passionate about, about what they do and, and how they're doing it, which, you know, is, is really exciting when you're, you know, when you're learning more about the industry, you're seeing, you know, where it's going and then seeing the problems that they're solving. Absolutely. Well, Bill, I really appreciate you taking the time to join me today to talk a little bit more about your experience with Rise. I, I'm, I'm hopeful and optimistic that this is uh, going to be the first of uh, many opportunities uh, where I have you on. I can already you know, think of uh, you know, times in which having Aaron and Kyle and Blake and Tuma, you know, Tomas on, on would, be, would be fantastic. Well, thanks for having me on. And, and I just want to say congratulations to the whole team and uh, to Aaron and Blake, especially who's the, the two guys that I knew at the very, very beginning. And uh, they were in their early 20s. So I've uh, watched them uh, grow as, as, uh, uh, as young men and as uh, leaders and inventors. And it's been very exciting. And I've been very happy to be a part of it. Well, we're thrilled to have you as, as a part of our team as well. So thank you so much, Bill. Great having you on. Until next time. You've been listening to the Rise Inside podcast presented by Rise Robotics. On behalf of our guest today and host Justin Starbird, thank you for listening. Please share your feedback on our LinkedIn page, linkedin.com slash company slash rise dash robotics.